Welcome everyone to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes, his name is Bricky, and uh, we have a pretty special episode today uh, because you all annihilated that Patreon goal. Speaking of Patreon, patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous if you want to support your favorite Warhammer 40k podcast, get access to the Discord, bloopers if they happen, HD posters at the $15 tier. It's a hoot. Patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. And now Bricky's going to tell you about the book that we're reading and merch. Yes, indeed. The book we're reading is Belisarius Call, The Great Work. Give that a read. We'll have an episode this month, most likely. And for the merchandise, uh, in the newest fashion of posters and posters everywhere, we have two new ones that are actually going to be permanent additions to the store. You may have seen uh, the weird one of me with the enormous forehead, DK in his tall (laughs) glasses, Slanoosh, and Shy putting a bolt pistol to his head. I love that one. (laughs) it uh, It is fantastic. I asked the artist if they were okay with that, gave them some money, and bada bing, bada boom, here we are. And the second one is uh, the party group, a lot more of a serious one, that you see on our objective mats that we also sell. The really badass one, DK's got his Skatari and his big old, or looking like, uh, looking uh, cat ears, and and Mm -hmm. Shy's Mm -hmm. actually got the flame and power sword thing. It's really, really, really cool one. Hell yeah. Uh, also, for the Hell patrons, yeah. uh, we actually have two posters for the patrons this month. One for Detective Ridiculous and one for Regular. And, uh, oh, we have so a Detective Ridiculous poster? Apparently. Oh, f- hell yeah. I was about to, <laughs> I, I was about to ruin you, this YouTube. whole episode. <laughs> Damn you, YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> I was about to ruin the whole thing. All right, DK. Um... It's time. It's time. The This one's been requested a lot. A yes. This our, our, our maybe, maybe number one? Number two? Blood Angels were pretty up there originally. Yeah. Now that the Blood Angels are gone, this is easily the, the set. The, one of the most requested, yeah. I had a great time researching this topic. You want to know why? <laughs> Um, because there is very little about Rylanor, uh, and it probably took you all of, all of 20 minutes to research for this episode. You're goddamn right, DK. (laughs) It took me maybe half an hour to research this episode, and knowing Mm. me, I'm still gonna get something wrong. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So the, this um, this one little thing that Rylanor does and is notable for must be, like, it's got to be huge. Like, the amount of people that have asked for Rylanor, demanded Rylanor. It's a, it's a very short story. Um, it's, it is a simple story of, of a nice side character, some badassery involved. I think that's okay for me to say. Um, mm. and just overall, it, it's a, it's a triumph. It really means nothing in terms of the overarching scheme of 40k, but it's just something that's really cool to talk about. Okay. So I, uh, I, let, let me begin, I guess. Do it. So this is Rylanor. Rylanor is a dreadnought. 
a contemptor pattern dreadnought. Those are the ones that were around during the Horus heresy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rylanor was a member of the Emperor's Children, uh, and he was also known as Ancient Rylanor and Rylanor the Unyielding. Uh, Now, he hailed from one of those first-generation Emperor's Children, the ones from Terra, um, pulled from there as one of the the aristocratic sons, and he fought alongside uh, the Emperor himself during a lot of campaigns and received battle honors like crazy. He was just... Loyal, strong, good emperor's children, really early uh, guy from it, great. Um, He was eventually interred into the Dreadnought when he was mortally wounded by the Eldar uh, in the 30th millennium, a couple, like, decades before the Horus Heresy, so quite a while before everything went downhill. Um, Is that his his Dreadnought that I just posted? That's a emperor's children contemptor Dreadnought. He's a little different. The one above is the actual one. Um, I like those dreadnoughts so much more than the box knots. Those are so much better looking. They're so much better looking. Contemptors are way better. Oh, I love them Um, so much more than just the the box with legs. um, Mm -hmm. But for the actual, uh, the dreadnought itself, the dreadnought that he had has a lot of different ornaments. He has a little bit of like a a shield generator. Um, His close combat weapon is the big fist. It contains a heavy flamer inside the fist. Uh, the, he has a assault cannon, which uh, I don't think we've talked much about, but the assault cannon, I believe, was the weapon that the Night Lords used in the last book when they were in the Terminator armor and just went like, brrrr, and killed a bunch of Eldar. Oh, nice. Uh, okay, pretty cool. sure Syrian was like, damn, that's a cannon. And then it was like, I want to use it. And they said, claw. no. There's a, there's, so you said there's a flamer in, inside of his claw, so if like he grips your head, he can just turn on a flame and barbecue you? Often the flamer is like undermounted; it's like right below the wrist. But but yeah, it, there is a flamer that's like attached to the arm. Sometimes it's inside the, the hand, actually. Love it. Yeah, you just like grab, squish. It's great. <laughs> um. So, anywho, uh, Rylanor was heavily damaged and interred inside the dreadnought. Um. Though well, he was given the title of the Ancient of Rights, which is why he's known as Rylanor, the Ancient of Rights. This had him presiding over the uh, Third Legion's like ceremonial or ceremonies of induction on one of their capital ships. Like he was like, I don't know, he's like a ceremonial kind of guy. You know, he was the one who helped like, you know, like new members and sure, th- you know, the Ancient of Rights. You know, he's ancient because he he was kind of like you remember Malkari and everyone kind of appreciated him a lot. And Rylanor had the same thing. Everyone really looked up to Rylanor because he was an ancient who is, you know, battling even in death to say the least. And he was their, their ceremonial person, you know, the emperor's children in their ceremonies. I mean, come on now. Oh, sure. Yeah. Just the imperial in general with their ceremonies. Yeah. So eventually at some point there was a captain, a guy named Captain Tarvitz. I, I think, he was in one of the Fulgrim, bo- the Fulgrim book or a book similar to that. Uh, but Captain Tarvitz was not super stoked with some or had some suspicions of... Remember Eidolon, the guy got turned into a zombie? <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Um, they were going down to Isvan 3. This is the virus bombing one. Ugh. And he was a little bit suspicious of Eidolon as it's really damn weird for the Lord Commanders not to take part in like the spear tip of the assault, especially when they're so close to Fulgrim and they want to show off. Like, it's oh, yeah. I- Eidolon loved to flaunt himself all the time. 
So he wasn't doing the attack. And the captain was like, that's weird. I don't like that. I'm going to stay on board. And he went to Rylanor and said, hey, can we, like, switch seats? Can, can you take my spot in this attack? And I'd like to stay on the ship because I don't, I don't trust. Um, okay. And Rylanor was like, that's weird. Um, but all right. And he, he kind of honored it anyway. He's like, that's a bit of a strange ask, but okay, I'll do, I'll do this for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Rylanor was then virus bombed. <laughs> because of that's course, what happens he's on, on his fan three. three yeah kind of hard to avoid that and so rylanor kind of became this uh bastion because he survived and became this bastion for all the loyalists there he was this kind of icon of like perfection and duty to the emperor because one emperor's children and two he survived and he was this giant ancient dreadnought who's like rallying all these people to his cause and really help the loyalist group yeah um he was also one of the main targets for the heretics because he's a f-ing dreadnought. Oh, yeah. And he's a problem. Yeah. With virus bombing, you're essentially just dropping like a bomb and then blah, lots of like, uh, uh, you know, toxic poison, plague, and black come out, right? Uh, uh, if you're in a virus bombing, it's often like a flesh eater virus. So, like, spreads if your flesh is like eaten apart. You're asking if a dreadnought can get affected by that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, similar to a lot of the other loyalists, any kind of armor break-ins or something, and the virus gets in, and that's that. And not only oh, that, yeah. but the, the virus bombing didn't fully work, and that's why Angron went on the surface and was like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> the virus won't kill him, I will. And which okay. got Horus very angry, but, you know, what are you going to do to stop Angron? No, and nothing. so Angron went to town. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Rylanor was considered or said to have been destroyed multiple times during the ensuing battles. But every time that happened, he was just wounded consistently and his fate ended up being unknown. Okay. Uh, he okay. was damaged, 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 so on and so forth. And, and okay. no one really knew what happened to, uh, uh, what happened to Rylanor at the time. Okay. So Rylanor never turned traitor. He was always loyal to the Emperor. He never uh, he never was like, oh, yeah, let me go ahead and betray and be with Horus. <laughs> My voice goes hoarse as I say Horus. Nice. That's the effect um, of the Dark Gods. Yeah, the Dark God. Nurgle got me for a second. But, yeah, so Rylanor never turns on the Emperor or the Imperium. But yes, everyone who got virus bombed was loyalist. They took all the loyalist people from their chapter or from their legions, sent them down there and bombed them. Yeah. That was that was that was the whole point of Isfahan three was to cull the loyalists loyalist, from their yeah. ranks. And I um, guess if you're an emperor's children, you're like, hmm, who's most loyal? Yeah, Rylanor. Well, Rylanor got, got has uh, swapped his place. Anywho, uh, Rylanor, after the final bombardment, eventually took himself down to this palace far down below ground and was never really seen again. Now, Lucius was like, that's weird. Rylanor does not run from fights. That's bizarre. Um, But at some point, there was this level of like, okay, so much is murdering. So much is happening. The planetary governor was, was a renegade imperial as well. Like, honest to God... Rylanor can't get off this planet anyway, and he's probably buried under thousands of tons of radioactive crap after the virus bombing, like all the other loyalists. Yeah, so yeah. it just it just doesn't matter. Screw it. Yeah, if and he's so not dead, he will be. Yeah. yeah, and so they just left. 
Fast forward 10,000 years. <laughs> Fast forward to modern day. Well, you know, no, you know what I mean. Ish, modern ish. Yeah, yeah. For 40K, modern day 40K, yeah. Current times of 40K. <laughs> a trio, three separate thousand sons. Trader Astartes. Guy named Murshid Akhtar and Vistario, uh, who was the Chaos Sorcerer, um, uh-huh. the main sorcerer, were sent by Magnus himself uh, to the, uh, or the, sorry, the so-called, the world is, doesn't really matter, sorry. Um, they were to investigate a distress signal from, quote, a long dead world. And the message oh. was a repeated constant statement of the ancient awaits. Oh, boy. over those, and over and over again. Those three thousand sons are about to get absolutely dominated and wrecked and pulled apart, aren't they? Well, they decided to investigate this dead world, <laughs> and they found this series of subterranean catacombs that reached a, a hangar with a small spacecraft located at the center, destroyed by a bunch of fallen debris. And besides the craft, beside the craft was a contemptor dreadnought. Oh. Uh, tons of dust and ash lay on it thick. One leg was missing from its body completely. Its left side of the dreadnought was buckled in as well. That uh, like so deeply buckled that the flesh body inside the dreadnought was, was probably dead. Oh. Uh, and both its assault cannon and power fist were aimed at the sky as if it was like venting its anger to the heavens. All right. It lay upon something half buried, uh, and there were cables coming from the area sneaking around the wrecked spacecraft to hook into the object, basically. Uh, And as the Chaos Sorcerer Vistario drew close, the Dreadnought was like, sup, nerd, and and immediately aimed its gigantic, uh, wrapped its power fist around one of the Sorcerer's and aimed its um, cannon at Vistario. And then he paused and was like, wait a second. You guys aren't the reason I called. Oh. Oh, boy. So They had a bad time. They had a bad time. So it didn't kill them. It grabbed one and aimed its gun at the other. Okay. And they, he was obviously... uh, Rylanor was unfamiliar with the events that had happened. He didn't know about the Thousand Suns fall to chaos. So they tried to play that up a little bit, you know? Okay, smart, smart. Yeah, Uh, but Rylanor is too smart for them and was like, no, nah, don't don't try (laughs) that. Don't, I know what evasion is. I know that crap. Once they found out who Rylanor was, occasionally spoken uh, through the mouth of Lucius, who despised him. Naturally. Um, they asked him why he didn't try to leave, and he said he absolutely didn't. Uh, but the shockwave of the planet went far longer than expected after all the bombing, that the roof collapsed, destroying the spacecraft in the hangar and trapping him there. And, in fact, oh. very often, some of his former brothers, the Emperor's children, sought to kill him, and this is why he was so wounded. The fucked up leg, the, the oh. body. 
battle scars um, from fighting off his former brothers. He even had uh, one of the sonic weapons, the the noise marines weapons that he stole from one of the ones that tried to kill him and fashioned it into the distress beacon that he was sending out. But oh, it was wow, in fact that's clever. It was in fact not a distress beacon though. It was a lure. Ooh. And the lure was for one person in, the, in specific. And at that moment, he snaked out from behind the shadows. Oh, boy. Snaked out, huh? Snaked out. (laughs) All right, all right. It's the boy. The big boy. The big boy. And right as. Snaky boy. And right as the big boy snuck out out and said simply put it's like uh fulgrim was just like yeah for uh for me isn't that right rylanor and right when that happened the device behind rylanor was activated which was an undetonated virus bomb from the isvan 3 massacre (laughs) and he was like he's here hit the big red button oh man that's okay Rylanor's pretty dope. That's a it's pretty based. That's a Chad moment if I've ever seen one. Wow. Uh so after the activation of this bomb, however, one of the Ma- uh, Magnus's sorcerers used their little cult psychic powers to kind of like make a shield around the explosion and trap it in. Oh. Keep keeping it from spreading. Uh, Also, would that affect the... Well, I guess they're Thousand Sun Sorcerers, right? Well, it's also... I mean, it might be a virus bomb and stuff, but it's also, first and foremost, a... A bomb. uh, For the lake of... uh, For the thing of swearing, a very large bomb. (laughs) That's true. I keep thinking that it just goes... It just pop, and then just like this cloud of... Toxic poison and smoke comes out. But yeah, it's I guess it is still a very big explosion. It is a gigantic exterminating bomb, but unfortunately, one of the sorcerers was able to uh, can hold back and contain the virus for the time being. Mm, that doesn't bode well for Rylanor. No. So the first thing he did was fire his assault cannon directly at Fulgrim, but Fulgrim being the sneaky, fast, snaky boy, grabbed it and crushed it in his hand and then just grabbed the arm of the Dreadnought's body and ruptured it as well. And Fulgrim, of course, does a whole lot of peacocking. He's like, you wish me dead. Why? Because you think I betrayed you? The Legion? Oh, Rylanor, your thoughts are so narrow. If you could only see us now, how beautiful we have become we shine so brightly, each of us a brilliant sun. And it's like Oof. Fulgrim, lol. That, yeah, that is that is peacocking Fulgrim to the maximum. Yeah, and I mean it's okay though because it was in response to Rylanor saying, "You betrayed us, bellowed Rylanor. Your sons, you led us here to die. There is no forgiveness for that. None." You must die by my hand. The Emperor's justice will fall upon you. Not even F- 
Fulgrim the Illuminator can escape the Life Eater, which is the name of the bomb behind him. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I, it's it's interesting. I I guess I guess a you know taking the full brunt of a virus bomb would probably do in uh, even a demon Primarch. It, it would. I mean, it's basically like, damn, I'm I'm the strongest man. Oh, what's that scene from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where there's a where there's like a vampire and he's like, oh, n- like no weapon forged by man can kill me. And and Buffy and Buffy is like, yeah, but it's been like five hundred years. And then she pulls out a rocket launcher and just kills him <laughs> because it's no weapon forged by man at the time. Yep, yep. Anyway, back on track. Um, hmm. Naturally, there's plenty of uh, more, more and more peacocking, all those kinds of things. Um, yep. And uh, and Fulgrim was slicing up his dreadnought buckling that part of him that was breaking apart mm-hmm. there, there's really nothing he can he can do and the big the big exchange goes like this he says okay. do not do this barks the dreadnought and fulgrim replies why not i am your master i can do whatever i like i can crush you or i can raise you up return to the legion except the gifts of the dark prince, and you will walk at my side, clad once again in flesh. You can be anything, old friend. I will sculpt you into something beautiful, a god to these mortals. And Rylanor says in return, never. All we have left between us is that we will die together. I am Rylanor of the Emperor's Children, ancient of rights, venerable of the Palatine host, and proud servant of the Emperor of Mankind, by, beloved by all. I reject you now and always. Ooh, very That's steadfast, his... very honorable, very steadfast. It means his demise, but he will not compromise. Oh, hey, that That's... good. It did. That is his big statement. I am Rylanor. I reject you now and always. The man. The man. When you think about it, the man was was betrayed by Fulgrim and the in the heretics. Was mm-hmm. then virus bombed, killed most of the heretics in his way, and retreated underground. Then mm-hmm. more noise marines were sent his way. That he killed, took yep. their weapon, fashioned it into a lore to get Fulgrim himself to arrive after 10,000 years to blow himself up and Fulgrim together. It's pretty yeah. great. That's, I, I guess one might say, as, as the kids say, that is capital B based. Capital P poggers, dude. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm pogging mm-hmm. over here. Oh, dude, I'm pogging so hard. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, kids. Yeah, dude. That's man. Hello, fellow young people. Welcome cr- to the podcast. Creamed my jorts. My jorts are no longer spotless. Wow. All right. Anyway, Oof. so Vistario, sorcerer of, of the Thousand Suns, after Rylanor was then uh, cut out of the sarcophagus and ripped out of the amniotic fluid 
barely more than like ropes and pieces of rags of meat. Vistario, I being a sorcerer, of course, mm-hmm. sensed the horror of Rylanor's last like violation. And in his mind, he looked at Fulgrim and he felt this infinite malice, this this like cruel enjoyment of the anguish of Rylanor and the helplessness of the Thousand Sons to do anything. The Primarch, the Emperor's children, had overwhelming pride, something that Magnus had said he had far before his fall. Mm, yeah. But the thing that he felt more than the spite of Fulgrim was Rylanor's pure pride and honor, just a core of greatness that had him go against the brothers and descend into madness beneath beneath this world. The fact that Fulgrim was this malicious beast and Rylanor was steadfast and strong in his mind. And Vistario took his thought of Fulgrim and he saw nothing worthy. And so Vistorio said, Primarch Fulgrim, Rylanor deserves better than you. He deserves better than all of us. And he pulled out his bolter and shot the sorcerer that was holding back the bomb in the back of the head. Oh, wow, really? And then the bomb went off and all was white. And once more on Isvan 3... All Another life bombing. burned. Oh my god. That is wow. So Rylanor was so good, so pure, so honorable that the thousand son, a traitor, was like, whoa. And was so compelled to give him a better death than the malicious, awful uh, Fulgrim that he actually shot his own brother to let the bomb go. He he. Hate, I think it was less a Rylanor as like a loyalist and more of a like pure pride and honor and duty bound nature yeah. of Rylanor and and the fact that in Fulgrim it was just malice and hatred. Like Magnus may have fallen to traitors, but. He's not this disgustingly hyper-obsessed, awful, torturous being. True, true. He Fulgrim is just, he, he's awful. just like, yeah, he's like pure hatred and, and, and well, ma- malice. It's really just malice. He wants yeah. to see him suffer. Wow, that is, that is... I, I I would not have expected that ending. I thought it was just going to end with Fulgrim crushing Rylanor, and that's just the end of the story. And and but the, wow, that's 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 a big deal. That's a huge deal. Well, th- there's something to be said about being such an absolute sick bastard that even your your compatriots want to see you fail. <laughs> yeah, that is awfully sick that even even a thousand sons traders like, "Ooh, too much." The um so Fulgrim unfortunately uh of course lives. Oh, Not, of course, cuz he's going to come back as a yeah. Because he's a demon. 
And after a long period of time, he crawled out of the rubble, re-knitting his demonic energy body because he's a demon. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really not about the fact that Fulgrim survives. It's denying Fulgrim his pride. Yeah, denying Fulgrim the the kill that he wanted and the the torment that he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, he's uh yeah, it's it's more the idea that like, hey there, Fulgrim, you could did not get the chance. Oh, there you go. You want to read that one, DK? Ah, yes. Uh the Phoenician's form was already weaving itself anew, but his soul was broken. For no pain, no hurt, and no injury could wound such as such a being as much as the denial of its magnificence. That simple truth was ancient Rylanor's final victory. It's a victory of, of spite, a victory mm-hmm. of, uh, of justice, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Take, take away the one thing Fulgrim cares the most about, his pride and his perfection. Yep. And he Ful- Fulgrim, Fulgrim, he, Fulgrim lost. Yeah, he, he did. lost. He failed. Yep. So... I guess even if everything had gone to plan for Rylanor and he had set off that bomb in the beginning, it still wouldn't have killed Fulgrim. No, it wouldn't have. It's so it, Rylanor was he was he was he was fighting an uphill battle. Uh, I mean, it's a demon Primarch. He obviously couldn't have known. He didn't know sure, what happened to Fulgrim. Sure. Um. But despite all of that, yeah, it's it's one of those things where no, he was not going to be able to kill Fulgrim. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, hell, I think in the new World Eaters Codex that's coming out, there's actually a, a rule where you can find a way to, if Angron dies, to resummon Angron. <laughs> which oh I think, boy! I think happens in lore once. I think Angron is like killed, and then Angron like comes out of a pool of blood and is like, "I'm back." Ooh, man, imagine killing Angron and being like, oh, man, I did it. Never again. And then he just appears in a puddle of blood like, sup? Sup. Oh, no, not again. (laughs) But, um, yeah, that's that's Rylanor, really. That's the whole story. He dies there, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, I obviously he was ripped out of his dreadnought and was right at the epicenter of a virus bomb. So yeah, I I didn't I didn't think uh, Rylanor would survive. No, he he was absolutely not going to survive. But but truth no. be told, it's not you know that's what what people like the story so much because it's, it's short, it's simple, and it's really badass. He like there's nothing more nice to to absolutely spit in the face of someone who loves themselves so much and win. Yeah, that's fair. I mean. He got as much of a win as he possibly could have without I mean, yeah. actually killing Fulgrim. Without actually killing Fulgrim. Yes. He got, he got the he got the spike kill. He got the, he got the spike kill. He wounded his pride. You you know Fulgrim is like I've depicted you as the soy jack Fulgrim and myself as the Chad Rylanor. <laughs> yeah, and and honestly that's that's a wound that's going to stay with Fulgrim for a long, for forever, probably. They couldn't kill Rylanor. That Rylanor got the better of him. That Rylanor stole his perfection, right? So, I mean, that's probably as big of a win as Rylanor could have gotten. Because 
in the shape he was in, he must have known that, like, you know, it was not like he was going to, you know. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shy, Shy makes a very good point. It's like the 300 spear throw moment. Yeah. A god you can know. bleed. Makes Although it would have been, you know, he, he, he could have just aimed a little to the left and just, like, impaled his head or something, and they still lose, How? but at least, you you know, you, you killed Xerxes. And... I'm, I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty positive it was... I'm pretty sure if he, if he could have hit him in the face, he would have. I think it's... It was a pretty far spear throw, wasn't it? Yeah, but it, that, that's Leonidas. Exactly. He hit the god. He can see him right there. Like, I mean, I don't even, I don't think it was that far. It's far enough. You have, you're trying to hit the per, the guy's head. Yeah. With a spear. Yeah, he's a Spartan. This is what he trained to do. You, Since birth, he's a Spartan warrior. That's, a, that's, a, okay, a little, mm, mm, mm. Mm. The next thing I know, you're going to be like, well, Rylanor should have detonated the bomb better. He should have had two bombs. He, he probably should have had a better plan. Yeah, you're probably right. Better plan? He was a better... Oh, my God. All right, that's probably it. Probably should have Shy. had a better plan. I mean, it's just... Shy, that's it. Detonate the virus bomb. Kill us all. Oh. <laughs>